Get some recipes. Yeah. Yes, sir. I can't believe you've done this. Welcome to the Evolve Podcast, a podcast that explores personal evolution through our choices and overcoming life's challenges. The Evolve community is your ultimate destination for personal growth and evolution. True to form, I'm, I get to continue to be the dumbest person in the room. That's fantastic. Thank you. Did you ever get a, uh, uh, a quantum physical uh, explanation for how to uh, bake a meatloaf from a porn star? Bake a meatloaf from a porn star? And you're listening to another Evolved Short. Today's topic is Real Men Meditate. Miles, you're a real man, aren't you? <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I like a long pause on your end and how Casey just went directly to laughing. Yeah, this is, you know, it's, it's, it's fascinating because it comes on the heels of my ex-wife and I last night having this long conversation with, you know, non-binary, like all that stuff. And then all of a sudden, okay. all we right. this and then you always ask me, you're a real man, Miles, aren't you? And I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure. I, I think I am. <laughs> I've had an existential conversation and I don't know where well, I stand. <laughs> sexually, I am. Gender-wise, I am. There you and go. My gender's not fluid. <laughs> so we're going to call um, you a real man. So, so let me, I, I want to read two things that All right. are really important to this because it in my meditation practice, if I ever get lost, I come back to these two things. And the first one is this definition that had come out of the book, uh, The Self-Aware Universe. And it says, what we aim for in meditation is to reduce our 100% probability of a fixed response to a conditioned stimulus. Oh, wow. Okay. And that definition has literally blown my mind because you think of all of your fixed yeah, read, responses. Read it again, though, for our listeners. I will. I, I love that. And then I want you to dive into it. What we aim for in meditation <clears throat> is to reduce our 100% probability of a fixed response to a conditioned stimulus. So you so know what that reminds words, me of? is there was a, a quote that was in a book I read years ago that said that our growth and our happiness is directly related to how we respond to things. Right. But our growth and happiness also comes from that between stimulus and response. I think the quote was between stimulus and response, there is a space. In right. that space is our ability to choose our response and in our response is our growth and happiness. So through meditation we're either expanding that space or we're consciously being more present in that space so let me read the second definition because you you went to that place where it talks about the gap between okay. how you respond and the stimulus and the second comes from the same book where it says meditation allows us to become witness to the mental phenomena that arise in awareness to the conditioned response parade of thoughts and feelings. It creates a gap, which you just talked about, 
between the arousal of mental responses and the urge physically to act on them, and thus enhances our capacity of free will to say no to the conditioned acts. Yeah. You think about that. I mean, there's a like my definition of a real man is not somebody that just flies off the handle all the time. And I think that when you know you look at uh, major media or, or you know old movies and the real man, the guy who was the hero in the story, was a guy that was a little bit off kilter. He was the guy that uh, was going to explode at any point in time. I don't think that's a real man. A real man has the ability to create space. And have a measured response in any circumstance. That doesn't mean that a real man doesn't get upset or angry at times, but it's in the right times and in the right way. Or when you get angry, even if it happens, you've you've created a tunnel to get out of that anger. Mm. And I explain yeah, that to point. my I explain that to my son because. Um, He's really where I've really, really like honed my practice because your kids, you know how your kids can get under your skin and you just watch your Never same reactions to the things that they get upset at. And then the minute you start to get a, an idea of like, hold on, let me pause and just feel the energy and let the kid do what he does or she does. And once once you, you create that gap, you get to it's almost as if you can pick your own response so the next time mm -hmm. he does the same thing which is the stimulus and i say you know what i'm gonna respond differently to this and that's when you so know, you create a slight you are, disruption in that you create disruption yep. in your habitual thinking feeling behaving modalities so casey you started meditating what about a year ago uh, in the sense of the way we've talked about it, yes, but as I yeah. um, look back on, as we talked about meditation and looking back, I think that uh, an absolute uh, direct explanation of meditation I've been doing ever since my athletic career. I mean, athletes meditate right. That's all a good the point. time. And looking yeah. back on it, I, I, didn't, I didn't put the... I didn't, I didn't see the correlation um, because it was for something very, very, very specific instead of just to better, you know, a better overall mental state. It was more just, it was more that meditation and visuals, visualization exercise and that, that athletes do. And so, you know, all those years, I didn't really think I was meditating, even though I was. Yeah. Yeah. You I mean a year ago when you and I started talking and and your suggestions on doing doing the meditation thing more and and the benefits that it's come for you? I I can't believe it's been a year. It's crazy. You said a year ago. Yeah, it really is. Um, what what's changed for you? What's because uh, I, I know we've talked and you said that it's helped you to become a better man. Yeah. Um, but what are what are some of the things that have uh, helped you through meditation practice? You know, since you've been doing it consistently. Yeah. One of the year. one of the things that I was searching for was uh, to help improve my sleep quality. And oh yeah. Okay. I, I know that you know sleep quality translates into so many things in our overall health. Um, and I, I don't, I'm definitely not perfect 
or achieved where I want to be, but I can look back and see a huge improvement in that and then see the ripple effect of that improvement in my overall day. But I think one of, one of the other things that I've noticed is the ability to um, have more clarity of thought uh, and, and I don't, I don't really know how to give examples of that, but I can look back. It, and it's realize, hard to, though. Yeah. It's hard to give examples at times. You just feel it. It shifts. Yeah. yeah. yeah the, the shifts in that. And I, I think there's some epiphanies in there. There's some realizations of, well, I handled that way better than I normally do. Mm. And I don't, and, and I can, and then I look back and I attribute things. Okay, so what have I made? What changes have I made in my life? I'm doing my normal stuff. There was one change I made. I, that's kind of how I attribute things to, well, it's because of that. I made that change and that change allowed me to think different, to react different, to make different comments um, and to see things. You know, one of the things I know that I've learned from the past year with meditation and other things is to be uh, much more global in the way I perceive things and think about things and not be so dialed in on just what's happening right in front of my nose, but to be more more global, more 60,000 yeah. foot, more whatever, whatever that terminology does means to you. It just to be more, for me, it's more global. Just see things almost not as the evolution of it from the beginning to end and see how comments and thoughts and actions, you know, what's, what's your end result? What's the end game there? And, and if you don't like it, then stop doing what you're doing now because the end game's not gonna be good. But it's that global aspect I've really gained a, a better better um, understanding of. Yeah, really so, does, it helps with a, a broader perspective overall. It yeah, allows you to see things That's a good way to say it, yeah. Yeah, what, one of the things I've noticed, you know, and I, I've, so lately I've shifted. I, for the longest period of time, I was using the call map as a way to just uh, sit in the morning and get a 10, yeah. 12 minute uh, meditation in. And I've done multiple forms of meditation over the years. In fact, years ago, I, I learned Tai Chi and I learned uh, how to do standing meditation and the horse stance. I learned from the uh, one of the founders of the Zen Center in Salt Lake City and he taught me how to do seated meditation. Um, that was more Zen based. And so I've, I've done multiple meditations throughout the years. And lately I just, I was, I wasn't feeling it. Um, you know, I get up, I was not looking forward to my meditation yeah. and I had a friend text me, I don't know, a few weeks, months back, um, when I had posted uh, about meditation in one of my social media posts and she said, Hey, try the insight, uh, timer app. And I'd used it a couple of times, but this last week, I thought, you know what, I'm going to go back to that. And I pulled up a meditation on abundance and health and wealth, uh, because that's where my mind has been focused. And it was amazing. And I've, I've been doing that uh, 25 minutes a day, every day for the past week. And it feels like the time just flies by. In fact, when I get finished, I've got this huge smile on my face. And I think that what it's what meditation has done for me as a man is it's helped me to open up to some of the areas because we all know where our strengths and our weaknesses are. But I think that one thing that I've observed over years of 
being a guy, working with guys, coaching guys, is that we tend to take all of our emotions, we hold them inside, we're not as open and vulnerable, we don't talk about them as much. And meditation has allowed for that vulnerability. Now, I may still not want to go just open up and you know dump all my emotions onto another person, and that's okay, because uh, I tend to be a fairly private person that way. But it's the the meditation has allowed that time and that space for me to be open and vulnerable and to process emotions in the way that uh, it, it works well for me. So. I see a lot of benefits and Casey, like you, I, it, it's hard to describe at times other than yeah. that you feel a shift. Yeah. And like I said, this week, when I get to about minute 22, 23, I think is where I'm at. I've just got this huge smile on my face. I'm sitting there at, you know, 530 in the morning at that point, um, smiling and ready to go. And as soon as the meditation's over, I'm popping up and running off to the gym and it feels great. So what did there's you a massive shift was? in there. What's that app? Uh, yeah, Insight Timer. Insight Timer. It's a free app. Yeah, thing, yeah. thing that I yeah, notice yeah. is that um, the, the world, and when I say the world, I pretty mean like your world or my world, you know, the world that we inhabit, yeah. has its has its own emotional current. You know, oh, um, I, to, to, use, to use a real good example in these day, day and age is, let's say, politically where we are as a country. And that has its own emotional character. And what meditation does is it allows you to detach from the emotional current of things that are outside of you, like because so yeah. you don't get swept up in that current. Right. You know, it's it's right. it's it's almost as if it, it's like um, I was reading this one book in Buddhism, and they were just talking about like if if you're having sex. You know, think about the emotional tone of your sex and then just stop and start laughing while you're having sex. <laughs> like, just <laughs> detach and start laughing. That's you know, great. Have you tried that? Does that work? I don't know. It, <laughs> it does work. Okay. <laughs> it, you know, if, 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 if you're I'm at, not sure if, if I at, started laughing in the middle of sex, if that was going to go over well, but uh, well, maybe no, I'll give see, it a that's try. The thing. It, it, won't go, it won't go over well, but you have cut the current. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know, there you go. It, it, but it's like sitting in a, in a it's going back to sports. And this is where we get to play. Um, yeah, no, I actually yeah. have a better example. You'll appreciate this. It was one day in Utah. I was It was a Sunday and I was driving down I-15. I was going to teach my, med, uh, my, my yoga class. I'm on I-15. It's a Sunday. It's empty. It's empty. The freeway? And the freeway. Yep, there's one okay. or two cars on there. And I look in my rear view mirror and the car is really far behind me. I literally stopped the car on the highway. I didn't pull over. I just stopped. I had enough time. I did is I broke the cycle because you're not supposed to do that. And I sat there for about 15 seconds. <laughs> There's a good seconds. reason why you shouldn't stop on the freeway, Miles. Well, yeah, <laughs> so you I didn't know get that. Out, did you? <laughs> but but when, you're, when, you're, when you're playing with these extreme ideas of breaking the cycle, breaking the pattern, Sometimes you find yourself like that. And <laughs> meditation is a form of breaking cycles. Yeah, yeah. And you and the, ab the ability to see the cycle once you break it and you start to get this feeling of being really awake and alive because you're not in the consistent flow that say maybe everybody else is. 
you're going left when everybody's going right and you're going right when everybody's going left you're going up when people are going down you know it's those kinds of things and that's what i find the most fascinating part about meditation yeah did way you tell me that, that effective yeah. contrarian you're going contrary to what the uh, uh what society or what the world's energy is and i think that uh, to me that's one of the definitions of being a real man is that you can you can make those choices for yourself you can create you don't have to just go along with what everybody else is doing or saying and you then have that space and that that's one of the best things that i found through meditation yeah is yeah. breaking that cycle and being selectively being a contrarian yeah and well, even guys, sometimes like not just to yep. be a contrarian to be contrary to everybody is you just so right. you can get that that bit of vision of stopping well, and looking the opposite direction i think so that you acquire on, a certain type of tool what's that on, yeah. i think what's very interesting on meditation at the this and it's unfortunate it's the same okay this is my lens it's unfortunate because it's the same thing i see in the stigmas of uh person getting going to a psychologist or a psychotherapist or whatever or getting counseling help um we it's looked at it's looked at kind of weird kind of yeah you know you're weak you're you can't control yourself or what's your problem type thing right. and yeah. and it's unfortunate because med, neither meditation nor going to see a psychologist has anything to do with being weak it actually has everything to do with being very strong very right. yeah. aware of yourself a desire for improvement a desire yeah. a desire to disrupt uh your life so that you can get better so that you can go yeah. somewhere different and it's just unfortunate that our society has put this stigma out there about those things and you know i would just say that that med for meditation it's it is what it's going to be for the person doing it Yeah, well, yeah, and it's, it's training. I'm with yeah. you. I mean, it's it's training for your mind. I yeah. it, to me that whole idea of these things being weak is ridiculous because I, I just think it's a bunch of bullshit. When you, well, when you is, want to get but stronger, that's the, and but that's the, that's the stigmas that are out there. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, if you want to get stronger in your deadlift, what do you do? You deadlift, and you consistently yeah. deadlift. You get better and better and better the more you do it. If you want to get stronger in your mind. What do you do? You meditate. You need help and yeah. coaching. You go to somebody yeah. who can help you and coach you in that. Yeah. So, I think that a you know, in my definition, a real man is somebody who meditates for their mind, trains their body, and then does things to feed their soul. And takes care of their financial business, uh, so that they are not having to, you know, so that they're a contributor in society. Well, it Absolutely. begs the question, then, if those, if that's the definition of real men, men that are not doing that, what do we call them? Mm. Mm. That's that's for another short. Well, guys, and there you have <laughs> that's it. That's not a short. That's a long. That is probably long. There's another Evolve short in the books. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Evolve underscore Cast. Join the Evolve community by going to Evolve-Cast.com to pick up your clothing line. Uh, today, Miles and I are actually wearing the Real Men Meditate shirt, and uh, we love them. We've uh, got ours in the mail a couple of days ago. Casey's getting his soon. Um, but they are awesome. Go check them out at evolve-cast.com. Life is short. Now get out there and evolve.